Welcome to the My Best Mom Friend Podcast. My name is Sandra, and I'm the virtual mom bestie you didn't know you needed. Grab a cup, make yourself comfortable, and allow me to spill the tea on motherhood. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of my podcast. I'd like to start by saying I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. All I know is I bought a podcast mic and I had a few Instagram followers that said they'd be very excited to tune in if I were to start a podcast. So here we go. I would also like to say that this is unscripted. I will be just speaking from the heart and whatever comes to mind. And I am going to work on saying like and um as little as possible, or my mom will definitely call me out for it. So, here we go. So, I guess I should start off with kind of going into how I got here, how I became a mom. Um, So, again, my name is Sandra. I am at my best mom friend over on Instagram. I found out I was pregnant in March of 2020, which was a lovely time, wasn't it? (laughs) Um, That was the month where the world shut down. So if you can imagine, you know, perhaps you are also a pandemic mom as in a first-time mom during the pandemic, or maybe you had your second or third baby. Um, It was an interesting time to be pregnant. That's all I can say. (laughs) Um, It was, the entire experience was just not at all how I envisioned pregnancy and my transition into motherhood. If you experience pregnancy during this time, then I just want to personally apologize. I feel like so many beautiful experiences were just taken away from us. You know, we were completely robbed of certain things. So I will say, you know, especially early on, March, April, May, you know, those first few months into COVID, when we had absolutely no idea, first of all, how COVID would affect you know, us adults and children, let alone a baby in utero. So if you're already an anxious person, being pregnant at the start of the pandemic, it was absolutely terrifying. I was so worried something would happen to my baby. You know, I, it was just such an isolating time. I feel like I barely left my house because of the fear of catching COVID and the uncertainty of what that would do to the baby in my belly. So many things just didn't go as planned. You know, my husband was unable to come to most of my ultrasound appointments, which was especially hard for that 18-week anatomy scan. Again, as an anxious person, I was very worried about that appointment. So the night before, because I am a cereal snacker, I devoured an entire, imagine this, party size bag of Lay's chips. Because when I'm anxious, I have to crunch on something. So 
I get to the bottom of the bag and I was like, oh shit, like did I just eat that entire bag? <laughs> so, you know, it it was hard to be in that anatomy scan without my husband there to hold my hand. Thankfully, you know, he still drove me there, stayed in the car in the parking lot and was able to FaceTime me and, you know, was able to be there for me that way. Everything was fine with our baby, but just certain experiences, you know, were really taken away from us with all the different COVID restrictions. We ended up having a drive-by baby shower, um, which, you know, I'm so happy I was still able to have some of my friends see me pregnant because truthfully, a lot of them didn't ever even see me pregnant, which is so crazy. You know, I work remote, so I didn't once go into my headquarters, so my coworkers didn't ever see me pregnant. So just so much of of my pregnancy was not at all how I ever expected it to go. You know, we didn't get to have the in-person birthing classes that I looked forward to. Um, the drive-by baby shower was still really nice, but you know, like I took photos with my friends from 10 feet away (laughs) just to have a picture of them with my bump. So I just, if, if you went through that, I'm so sorry that those moments that you were looking forward to were also taken away from you. So I'm not going to go into the full details of my birth story and my birth experience, but I do want to touch on it just a little bit. Um, So again, you know, it didn't go as I expected. Initially, whenever I would think about giving birth, I envisioned both my husband and my mom there and then having family and close friends, you know, coming to visit us in the hospital shortly thereafter. Um, yeah, that obviously is not what happened because we were allowed to have one support person, which was my husband. And in hindsight, I will say, I am so sorry, mom, but I am so glad that I was only allowed to have him there. And I'll tell you why. I understand that not everyone has this beautiful birth experience. You know, so many moms that I know were planning on giving birth vaginally and needed an emergency C-section. My One of my best friends, she had a very traumatic birth experience. I will not get into that story, but I realized that my experience was very special and unique because truly most of the women that I know personally did not have an experience like mine. In fact, for most, you know, they tell you to make a birth plan and I say, you know, rip it up and throw it out the window. Like it's nice to have an idea maybe of how you'd like it to go in a perfect world, but things aren't perfect. And one of the things I always say about motherhood is go into it with no expectations. And then once you're in it, continue on in that journey without expectations because having expectations leads to I wanted to give birth vaginally. That was, you know, really important to me. I I just really wanted to have that experience because going into it, I thought it would be something just very empowering. You know, it's it's just something that a woman can do. 
and I was actually really, really looking forward to it. Um, I kept kind of going back and forth whether I wanted to try and do it unmedicated or if I did want the epidural. And at the end of the day, I chose the epidural because the contractions hurt like hell and I was not gonna do that to myself. So I will say the epidural stopped working. I mean, perhaps it worked a little bit, but I felt everything. It hurt like hell. <laughs> Let me just say that. That ring of fire that people talk about, that shit is real and it does not feel good. It doesn't help that I also tore. I think I had a first and second degree tear. But anyway, in hindsight, I am actually kind of glad that it wore off. Not really in the moment. In the moment, it was this really out-of-body experience, honestly. It's kind of like, I don't know, it's like you're in a trance and all you're doing is pushing and I, I don't even know. I mean, giving birth is the craziest experience ever. <laughs> but like I said, in hindsight, I'm kind of glad that it wore off despite pushing the button every three minutes, even though they said push it every 15 minutes. <laughs> um, because I kind of, while I felt very out of body, I also felt very in tune with my body. I think because I could feel where my son was at and just how much harder I had to push to get him and to get us across the finish line. So yeah, at the end of the day, it was a beautiful experience. Um, for the most part, it was just my husband and a nurse up until the doctor had to come in. And, you know, it was dimly lit. It was, it was very romantic and intimate. And I mean, I think to date, it is the most intimate moment my husband and I have shared. So I just want to say, again, I know that so many women don't have an experience like this where things go for the most part according to plan and if you did not i am so sorry at the end of the day our babies are in our arms safely no matter how they got here so then once we were in the recovery room like i said i always envisioned that i would immediately have my mom and my mother-in-law come and see us and Again, with COVID restrictions, my husband was the only support person I could have there. And let me just tell you, if we were to have another baby, which we aren't because we are one and done, and I will touch more on that in a later episode, but if we were to do it again, I would still not have anyone be in the recovery room um, for the day or two that we are in the hospital. And I'll tell you why. Especially if you're a first-time mom, you are literally like bleeding to death out of your vagina. Um, I have never had stitches, but with tearing, I was all stitched up. And that is like the only thing I could think about was my stitches and the pain down there, the giant diaper and ice pack I was wearing. I just felt really gross. I don't know. It was just not a beautiful experience. Um... My boobs were hanging out the whole time as I was navigating, you know, learning how to breastfeed my newborn son. Nurses are in and out. I mean, like I said, boobs hanging out, vagina, just blood everywhere. <laughs> okay, that's maybe a bit extreme. 
But, um, I mean, would I have wanted my father-in-law or brother-in-law or my dad to walk in during such a, like, fragile, vulnerable moment? No, thank you. No offense to them, but no. <laughs> so even if I did it again, I would wait until we're home to have visitors when I'm ready. As soon as we came home from the hospital, we did pretty much within the hour invite my parents and my in-laws over because I was just so excited for them to meet their grandbaby and it was just such a beautiful experience. I did have them wear masks um, just again to protect our new bundle of joy because we also at the time didn't know how COVID would affect a newborn. So Again, that fear just kept creeping in. Um, COVID definitely made my postpartum anxiety so much worse. It heightened everything, and I will get more into that later on. But, you know, the first few days coming home, I felt like I was on top of the world. I felt like a fucking rock star. My husband was constantly telling me what a badass I am. Like, wow, like you did that. You brought our son into the world. That is fucking awesome. Like, I seriously felt on top of the world. I felt like I took to breastfeeding really well. It felt like it was coming very naturally. Um, didn't realize the whole time my son had a shallow latch and wasn't latching properly. So by, you know, week two, my nipples were raw and on the brink of bleeding. But, you know, those first few days, that first week, I felt like I was killing the mom game. I was like baby blues, baby schmooze. <laughs> like I felt great. I was like, I'm good. I, this is amazing. So when postpartum depression sucker punched me in the face around week two, I did not see that coming at all. Stay tuned for the next episode where I will dive much deeper into my postpartum mental health struggles. Thanks for tuning in. For more, follow along on Instagram at mybestmomfriend. I'll see you again next time.